0: Hello, Mandy Ellefson here. I am host of the Hands Off CEO podcast. And today we have a really great episode for you. I am going to be talking about innovation and being better and how it impacts profits and business valuation. I'm going to be sharing some case studies for how we've been seeing this impacting our Hands Off CEOs and um, also give you a step-by-step formula for how you can innovate in your business so that you can dramatically increase profits and also um, how that impacts business valuation over time if um, you, know, you, ever, you, you have a goal of being able to exit your business at some point. So um, we can talk a little bit more about business valuation and all that. Um, and maybe we'll do that in another episode. But I want to talk about this concept of being better. So, um, you know, when, when I ask people, I ask business owners and CEOs, do you want to be disruptive in your market? Do you really want to own and dominate your market? And everyone says, yes, you know, like this enthusiastic, yes. But, um, very few are actually do, they're willing, very few are willing to do what it takes to actually be able to get there. And, um, the, the reason why is is it takes a lot of courage, and it takes being willing to do things that other people are not willing to do, um, in order to get um, the kind of results that they'll never be able to have because they're they're too scared, and and um, they, they are they are so scared of um, leaving the status quo that has gotten to them to where they're at. They that they have to give up their their current reality in order to create something much, much better. And, um, yes, there's this transition that happens. And, um, you know, I, I understand personally too, that this, this can be kind of scary. Right. And, um, I think this is exactly why you need mentorship. And, um, I'm not even saying that hands-off CEO is your mentorship that, but, um, when you're really making this shift, it requires outside perspective. And, um, Otherwise, you can just be innovating, innovating in a direction that is not actually adding value to the market and isn't going to add profits to your business. So, um, anyway, with that, the way to increase your profits and attract better team and attract higher paying clients is you really have to be better. You have to be better, and it starts with you as the leader and looking at. Setting new minimum standards in your business and um, in your life as well, right? That's one of the things that we've dis- we've discovered. Um, one of our one of our hands off CEOs at our at our retreat said that you know as he was looking at, m- at really up leveling his business he realized that he needed to up-level the the relationships, the people he had around him. And um, that's actually one of the reasons why people join our tribe is because it gives them the opportunity to be around people who are already at the level that they want to be at. Um, So looking at minimum standards in your business is that, you know, what are the, what are the minimum type type of clients that you're going to be working with what's the minimum standard there for your clients and what's the minimum standard for the results that you'll provide in your business and um you know looking at your very best case studies now how could you make that be the new standard how do you how could you raise the bar and make your very best case studies happen every single time and um if you knew that your very best work could be delivered 100% of the time how much could you charge for your fees um well we've what we've seen is that our clients are able to at least double their fees if they're able to um, have have such a compelling um, offer and be able to back it up and deliver it every time and um, we've seen that from everywhere from you know a 50% increase to you know um, being able to, a 10X increase. And I'll, I'll uh, share the case study for that today, actually. So, um, another piece of the minimum standard in your business is the people you employ. So who is going to be on your team? What do they need to have in place already as values and as, um, skill sets and mindsets in order for them to really be successful on your team? And, um, you know, being willing to let go of the people who are not at that standard. Now, um, that can be a little bit scary. I get that. And some of the people that we are going to be showcasing here today actually have had to do that and have seen massive increases in their profits as a result of that. So all of this comes down to how you are showing up as a leader. So understanding that that um, this is 100% your responsibility as the leader to shift. It's not the responsibility of, of um, you know that certain member on your team to shape up or um, just just the the environment in general needs to change in your business, and it doesn't happen from um, it just it doesn't happen on its own. It happens because someone makes it happen, and that person who makes it happen is you. So I want to share a couple, uh, a few case studies here um, of how you can be better and profit greatly from it. So Madeline Silva, she within, uh, it was about, I think it was like within nine weeks or so in the program, we, she was really, really a fast action taker. And that's one of the things I love about Madeline. Um, and she was able to go from her offer being $30,000 to $300,000. And I'm not just saying, She just increased her fees and like hopefully she made a sale. No, she like made a sale from went from thirty thousand to three hundred thousand, and the reason why was because she really set a new commitment to being better. Now she was already really amazing, but but it was really it was really hidden, uh, and um, her prospective clients couldn't actually see the true value that she could provide. So um, Madeline guarantees to add at least six figures of new profit to healthcare practices and that's that's on the low end and um she guarantees that she stands by it and um and part of this net fee um Uh, So part of the the fee is actually from net profits. So she was able to command a much higher fee. Um, also a lot higher cash fee as well. Um, but that's what allowed her to go from 30,000 to $300,000 in the services that she provides. And, um, you know, that's just an example of like when you're willing to be better, stand by your results, and um, and really just look at what is the biggest out, uh, outcome that we can create for clients, and um, what do those clients look like, and then where are we where are we going to find these type of clients, instead of just waiting for them to come to us, and and then um, really being limited in our scope of what we can truly offer for um from the market. So um, another example. And I and this is going to be an, an anonymous example because uh, things around uh, around exits and valuations tend to be better uh, to be anonymous because as they're selling the company they don't they don't want these these numbers to be out there because they can be used as um, leverage in the negotiating process. So about a year ago, this man was um, given an offer just to. to have someone buy his company, his company. Um, and he was at a place where he was really considering it because he was stressed out. He was working way too many hours and things just were not working in his business the way that he wanted to. And what that looked like is, um, you know... Uh, a chunk of their clients weren't actually bringing profit into the business but they were bringing the cash flow to support people and it was just really kind of a, a stressful time for him and he was has making a decision do i do i uh overhaul this business and like there's this risk that it doesn't work out or do i sell the business um now it just good riddance be done with it and um you know, there, there had been a lot of ups and downs in his business, even though he had he had gotten it into is in the, in the seven figure range. But there was a lot of ups and downs. And, you know, if, if you looked at at the past, you could say, hey, well, you know, it's just going to be more ups and downs. But um, what he decided to do instead was to go um, full all in with our hands-off CEO, um, Scale to Freedom program. And um, what he experienced now is, you know, just recently he shared that his business valuation of what he would have been offered a year ago has um, it's added millions of dollars to the valuation. And um, a big reason why that is, is because how we've innovated the profit streams in their business and how we have um, looked at What are their most profitable clients? How do we add more of that? And doing some painful culling and um, cutting out clients that weren't profitable um, and renegotiating contracts so that clients can be profitable, um, but that also that also an important piece of this is making sure that each one of those clients are getting the value that would make sense for increases in fees. So these are all the things that we're, that we were, we've been looking at. And um, here's the thing is, is that when, when, when you are looking at innovating your, um, the profit in your business and innovating how your business runs so that uh, it, it could just generally work a lot better, it's you can think that it's going to take a lot of time. And one of the things that he remarked was that it actually took a lot less time than he thought it, it would. Um, and what's what it looks like now is a year later, he's really sitting in the director's seat. And he his time mostly goes to coaching people and looking at ways to increase profits and looking at ways to continue to innovate the service. But he's doing that with his team. And um, before, he was really driving a lot of it, even though he had a... Um, a good team, you know. Some of them had to be um, filtered out, but uh, I, I really want to to acknowledge this CEO too, because how this all happened was bef- because of his leadership and his courage. And um, you know, we gave them the systems to do it, and the support and and um, the feedback all the way through. But this doesn't happen unless the CEO has the courage. To actually step up and do this, and very few are willing to. So, um, you know, doing this has added, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit to um, the CEO's business, and now they have a valuation that's million do- millions of dollars more. And I just I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited to see that. Um, and I'm going to give you another example of a business exit valuation. We don't talk about business exits all that often on uh, with Hands Off CEO. And the reason why is because while it's, it's a really a, a, a key piece behind the scenes that happen, happens over time, um, most of our clients don't join Scale to Freedom because they want to be able to sell their business Um They actually want to be able to make more income and work less, and you can do that without actually selling your business. And that's you know having a cash cow business is really the most lucrative way to go along with it. But um, I'll give you an example of Randy, and he actually did want to sell his company, and um, his company is is more in the manufacturing space where they and. Kind of that mi- that mixed with a service. So it's a service and manufacturing where they would be delivering pallets to their clients. And um, the business really could not be sold when we first worked together. It was so dependent on um, Randy and they just there was just no way for them to really grow without Randy working more and more hours. That's that's really the reason why we got connected through, through a um, a mutual friend, and um, the business was just at this dead end. And um, really, he wanted to be able to sell it and and move on with another business that he had started. So there was a couple of things that needed to happen for. Um, the business to be more sellable. And the first thing that had to happen is that the business had to actually be able to run without Randy. So we had to to break down what are the pieces that Randy are in, is involved in, why, and what are the, the missing skill sets in order for um, the business to actually run without Randy. And part of that's processes, part of that's innovating um, ways things that things are being done so that it, it can be done in less time, um, which is, which will will free up the profit to actually be able to um, hire people to do that to do that work. And in his case, he didn't actually have to hire really hire many more people to, to um, replace him. But it was really more about him just optimizing his team and making it work better. And um, the profits that came out of us streamlining the um, the workflows in this business for the, his service was an extra $120,000 of profit a year. And with that combined with him being out of the business, it made it a very sellable asset. And um, he was able to sell his business within about two years. And um, that's a very fast time to sell your business too, by the way. Um, and what he, I, I, I don't i don't know the exact dollar amount because we weren't clients at the time when he sold it. But um, what he did share with me is, is that he was, the business sold for more than he dreamed it was possible, and um, you know I'm really excited for for Randy and what this is done for him is him stepping out of this business has allowed him to focus his time more on another business that's even more um, lucrative and profitable. So, um, and, and this is just really an example of how um, when you do the 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 hard work up front when you do it and I'm not going to say this is easy to do it um it takes a lot of focus and concentration to um actually do this right to be able to scale your company in a way where profits increase and um for Randy's company after he sold it even it's the um the ongoing value from the work that he did is going on for years and years. So, and this is one of the things that we see with, with our clients ongoing is that, I mean, even years after they worked with us, they see these benefits go on and on. So um, let's talk about how you can be better in your company. So... Um, it really starts with this culture of being better, and you leading this culture, and it's and being a being a better leader, and and looking and looking at and evaluating yourself for how you can continually show up um, at the level where you want your company to grow to. So, um, but being better is not just about more; it's oftentimes about doing less and um, doing it lot a lot more impactfully having more impactful results for clients, but more focused, less market. um, You're serving less of the market, but um, you're really clear on which areas you're going to be um, really maximizing and disrupting. And it's about offering less services, not more. And, you know, there are examples um where there's there's some some exceptions to the rule when you're really going deep and into a niche and and maybe you're doing um you're partnering with other providers i've um or there are times where having multiple services really does um make a lot of sense but for the most part we see them we see more profit increases by doing less services not more and um It's, it's about going deeper, 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 and that's how you innovate. And like I was saying, it starts with you and it starts as the leader. Um, and being a hands-off CEO is about 100% responsibility as the leader, letting go and delegating ownership. So I want to say that again. So being a hands-off CEO is about 100% responsibility as a leader, and letting go and delegating ownership. And it's the key to making more as you work less. But um, as I mentioned, this comes at a cost. It, has, it comes with your willingness to be better, to be courageous, and to go where others are too scared to go so that you can create the increased profits and the, the amazing lifestyle that very few will have. This is Mandy Ellison with the Hands Off CEO podcast. If you would like to see these type of results in your business, go on over to handsoffceo.com. Um, take a look at the kind of work that we do and um, who we do it for. And if it looks like a fit, go on over to um, click one of the apply buttons and you can have a a, a scalable growth diagnostic session with me. And we'll evaluate what kind of opportunities are in your business to increase profits and to really um, disrupt your market as you make more and work less. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hands Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. If you want to work less and make more, make sure you subscribe and get a new episode every week and help spread the word by leaving a review.